Yeah, thank, thanks for that, Sancho uh, Koti. It's very wholehearted. Uh, when people ask me to give a talk now, uh, the first thing I think of is, oh, I'm going to get to get rejoiced in. <laughs> it, uh, it helps get over the nerves. <laughs> um, and I've been actually thinking about that retreat when we met, uh, uh, partly because it, it, it links up with the talk, because you are, I think, the first, or the fir- as far as people that I'm still friends with, uh, the first um, per- friend in the Dharma that I met. And uh, uh, at that time, we were very different people, uh, very, very different. I mean, I was, in one sense, I was doing all right. I had a good career. I'd moved from Australia to London. I'd set up a new life, and I was on the surface enjoying it. Uh, but I was shy. Uh, I was incredibly socially awkward. Uh, I lacked confidence. Uh, I really didn't know how to relate to men. And uh, I was habitu- habitually unhappy uh, and, uh, and tired all the time. Uh, at least that's how I felt inside. Uh, I'm not sure how I was perceived from the outside. Um, but in a way, I was a pretty good uh, candidate for, for some transformation. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't until it wasn't a few years later that I actually uh, I met Padmasambhava. Um, it was here, unsurprisingly. Um, I remember actually originally when I came across the, the image of Padmasambhava, I wasn't, I wasn't drawn to it at all. Uh, it was probably mostly this image here, uh, which is a lovely image. But I was sat there about where Greg is, and I looked over and I thought, God, he looks so grumpy and disapproving. Uh, I'm not into that. Um, but then... Uh, a number of years later, I was, in, I was on retreat here. I was on a uh, going for a refuge ordination training retreat. And my group um, was in the uh, community lounge. Um, and in, in, in there is a, an image of Padmasambhava. And I wasn't particularly, it wasn't really initially uh, in my awareness. It was just there. Uh, and throughout each day, we'd, we'd be in the study group. And I just had this uh, increasing sense of this figure looming over over my right my right hand shoulder and I'd have to like turn around to to see what was there it was actually this image here um it just its presence just grew and grew and grew over over the week and I found myself sneaking into the into the room during during the breaks between sessions just to look at it um and I had no idea what what I was drawn to I mean it was I found it intensely beautiful but also um, uh, magical and powerful. Uh, and that, that sort of started a, a kind of a curiosity in me for Padmasambhava. And then on another retreat here, um, funnily, I remember where I was sat. That's how my mind works. I was sat right where Chris is. And uh, I was just in my meditation. I just started a practice of chanting whatever mantra came to my head. And on this occasion, it was Padmasambhava. And um, while I was doing that, he, he just, in my mind, appeared above me. And I'm not really someone who has sort of uh, fantastic uh, images coming to mind, but in this case, it was really strong. Um, and then uh, suddenly lightning bolts started coming out of the Vajra in, in his right hand uh, and hitting me in the chest. Um, and as far as I can recall, it was like I was jolting each time. Um, it's probably one of the strongest experiences I've had in meditation. And afterwards, God, the energy that I had. I mean, I mentioned before having felt tired most of the time. 
I was the complete opposite. I was like running around, hanging upside down off the beams in the bedroom I was in. I'd never felt so energetic. I didn't understand it at all, but I remember thinking, okay, there's, there's something here. This, this guy's doing, doing something for me. And en- energy's, energy's been a really important theme for me. Um, in fact, in a, in a way, it was the, the motivating, one of the motivating factors for searching for something that led me to meditation. I mean, the first port of call was the doctor, uh, you know, because was, that was the kind of mind I had. I was, you know, I was tired all the time. There must be something wrong. Uh, maybe I'm not eating right. Maybe I'm deficient in something. Or, or maybe I'm exercising too much or not enough. And um, it wasn't until a few years later when I was on the Dharma Life course that I came across Bhante Sangharakshita's idea of um, why we sometimes don't have energy or we don't have access to energy. My view that I was tired because I didn't have energy, it just wasn't there. And then there must be some sort of scientific rational reason for it. But his idea was that, that the energy can either be blocked, coarse, or wasted. So blocked in the sense that it's there, but we've repressed it. Coarse in the sense that it's, it's sort of, it's, it's a bit rough and, 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 and um, unable, unable, unable to be used for the good. Or just wasted, you know, energy arises and, and then one goes and um, does something with it that, that gets rid of it, uh, rid of it quickly. And it completely transformed my relationship to my idea of energy. It made me realize I do have it, uh, but a lot of it's blocked. Uh, a lot of it's sort of um, kept down um, with other things that I don't want to look at. And also, for me, a lot of it was wasted. I, I, I had this idea that I was always uh, tired, but actually it wasn't true. Oftentimes I would have energy, but there was something slightly uncomfortable about having energy. Uh, and so I would waste it. I, would, I could you know, waste it mentally or, or in, in, um, in conversation or in action. So transformation of energy... Um, became a big part of my, of my practice. And um, there's a dimension to that which is in, internal. Um, and for me, a lot of that is, is facing uncomfortable feelings. Uh, Satchikirti was mentioning last night that he was motioning to this area where a lot, of, uh, a lot of uncomfortable feelings stir, and that's definitely the case for me. Or actually, I, I'd repressed them so much to the point where for a long time I had no idea that there were any feelings down there a lot of the time. Um, but a lot of practice of, of, of sitting in meditation and looking with, with kindness um, has allowed me to discover, discover that there's a, lot, there's a lot going on there. And to be honest, a lot of it is, is unpleasant sometimes. It makes, one, makes me think, okay, I can see why I repressed that. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, whenever you ignore the unpleasant, you're actually just turning the volume down, not just on the pleasant, but also the, you know, the pleasant aspects of life. Uh, so that's my motivation for, for continually sitting there, taking up Padmasamava's challenge to, to look and look deeply. Uh, there's also you know, transformation of habits, of action, ac- um, action speech, and mind. You know, a, lot of, um, a lot of energy gets uh, expended and used up, either, either for the good or, or for the bad, in, in, in habits. And um, Padma Samavar really encourages us to look at, you know, uh, Padma Basaman used the word demons in a way, which is habits, uh, our habits are, you know, we can, we can see as demons. And really 
uh, looking at them, understanding them for what they are, naming them, um, allows us allows us to transform them. And one uh, one fascinating principle with this kind of you know transformation when you're looking looking at these sorts of things is one just really needs to look and face it. What happens after that uh, is is quite unknown, um, and one doesn't necessarily have control over over what happens. Um, all I all I can say is that in my experience, they change, they transform, uh, and, and and usually for the better. And often uh, it can be in the direction of joy and pleasure. I mean that's at least in my experience. Looking, it might sound all a bit sort of uh, I don't know bit drab, you know, look, look, looking at difficulty and unpleasant feelings. Um, but the reward seems to be that they often transform into joy and, joy and pleasure. And one, um, one delightful consequence of this, as I mentioned at the beginning when I came along, along to the Dharma, that I was habitually unhappy. That I didn't mean that I was unhappy all the time, um, or that I came across as unhappy all the time. It wasn't that. It was more like in the absence of anything external to make me happy. I just default to unhappy. I'd find something to be unhappy about. Um, and there was, a point, there was a point in my life after having practiced the Dharma for a few years that I realized that it switched. Uh, sometimes I was happy, sometimes I was unhappy. But I realized that in the absence of something to make me unhappy, I, was just, I just defaulted to happy. Uh, and that was a delightful, a delightful realization. Um, and then there's also transformation uh, externally. Um, and this is, you know, encountering difficulty in other people. Uh, my natural response to that is to, to shy away from it. Uh, it. You know, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable in the same way that the difficulty in myself is uncomfortable. Uh, but Padmasambhava doesn't do that. He, he moves towards it. He moves, to, moves towards that difficulty, uh, brings love and understanding. And the potential for transformation is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, uh, Satchikirti mentioned that I've re- recently taken on the role of chair and I've been working with the previous chair since I uh, moved to Adistana and um, she's regularly showing me uh, what's possible in terms of this sort of transformation in that, uh, you know, running a retreat centre sometimes people go away a bit disgruntled with something and they want to complain uh, my initial response to a complaint email, particularly a strong one, is a bit like, oh God, this isn't, this isn't going to end well. She, on the other hand, completely takes a big step forward, sees deeply into what the person's trying to communicate, not what they're actually saying, but actually really what's, what, what's going on for them, communicates on that level, and somehow managed to transform an angry complaint email into a oh my God, I really love Adistana and I really like you and I want to come back. <laughs> in a single email. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, you know, I've still got a lot to learn on, on, on that one. Um, Satya Kirti mentioned that friendship was really important to me and um, I, I want to, I'm really grateful for Vidya Dhaka yesterday for linking Padmasambhava and friendship. Um, I'm obviously a bit thick because I'd never made the connection before. And... Uh, it, it, it makes so much sense. Um, you know, friendship is being, you know, Padmasambhava is about deep, deep looking, penetra- penetrating gaze. And friendship is about, you know, being seen and, and, and seeing others. Um, and letting others see you is a, is a really fantastic way 
um, to transform. Uh, a friend of mine recently texted me and sort of said, oh, um, he was sharing a particular tendency or habit that he had that he didn't like. And he said, oh, I don't really know what to do about this, but I'm, I'm telling you anyway. And I'm thinking, well, that's probably most of the job done. You know, having already seen it, communicated it, uh, you know, sometimes that's enough in itself just to transform, transform a habit. Um, and it's not just about, you know, it's not just about seeing the, the darker, unpleasant parts of someone or the uncomfortable bits. Um, you know, I kind of see my role as a friend is, to, is to, to look deeply into people and see their potential, sort of how they could be, or even how they are, but they don't quite see it themselves. And then to relate to them on, on that basis, not to relate to them uh, you know, in, the, uh, in, in alignment with their negative views about themselves. Um, I remember uh, we, we in, the, in the community at Adistana, we have this tradition, a recent tradition on our birthdays that uh, everyone rejoices in us. And I've lived there for um, four and a half years now. And it's been a big process of, of me getting to know people, but also particularly people getting, the, the other people getting to know me. And I am a bit, uh, well, Satchikoti did mention the word secret. I do have a tendency to keep quite a lot to myself. I have been described as an enigma a few times. So it's been a practice of trying to reveal more and more of myself. And I often think of that as, uh, you know, letting people see the bits that I don't really want them to see. I had a very strong experience last birthday in October uh, when the community went around and rejoiced. And everyone had something different to say. And everything that someone said, it was a bit, a bit like, oh, wow, you've, you've really... You've really, you've really seen me. Uh, it was, it was a complete honour to realise that these people that I lived with, they, they genuinely knew uh, what I was like, and it wasn't so scary as, uh, as it might have previously been. And that's partly, you know, them, them and their skillfulness in being able to see someone. But it was also a lot of work that I've done into continually, uh, you know, looking at myself, revealing, and then communicating and and, and sharing. So just in case it isn't clear, because uh, it's sometimes not clear to me, I want to highlight the fact that um, in all his challenge and, uh, and you know, encouragement to look at difficulty, uh, Padma Samava is infinitely loving. Uh, that is primarily what's behind um, the, you know, the, the, that penetrating gaze. Uh, it is love and compassion. Um, and I find it important to remind myself of that sometimes when I imagine him and I'm a little bit, uh, you know, that, 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 uh, that challenging face, it feels like a little bit too much. So yeah, Padmasambhava is an invitation or an exhortation uh, to turn towards, to face, uh, to embrace our difficulty and challenge and uh, to, lo- to love and to communicate from that uh, difficulty and challenge, uh, both within and without. And then uh, what happens uh, as a result? Well, that's, uh, that's, how, that's his magic and mystery. Thank you. Thank you.